All right, welcome again to the Big Guns Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Commissioner Jay. Welcome back to another season of great football talk. Today, I wanted to take a moment to talk about the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. We are one week away, and teams have spent all year fine-tuning and tinkering their lineup now have to make their team become a playoff juggernaut. Now, my team, the Wilson Cougars, that is now hot garbage, still has a chance, which is amazing. Because my team has self-destructed with injuries and problems, lineup changes, demotions, lost projections, you name it. But I digress. This team right now is close for a wild card spot. So who knows? Did I think Jacoby Brissett, Matt Ryan, and now Russell Wilson would be my starting fantasy quarterback? Hmm. No. No, I didn't. And I'll tell you, I never wanted any of those players. And I know that when I draft, I draft with a sense of purpose. I draft looking at a team. I look at the player that they are. I don't want it to Sean Watson. Can't stand the guy. Don't believe in him. So he'll never find my team. When Rob Gronkowski played, I never wanted him either. However, one year despite dumping on him from all senses, I drafted him. You can't underestimate talent. And then sometimes you've run out of talent and you just got to plug in a guy. And that's what I did. Matt Ryan, Jacoby Brissett, and now Mr. Let's Ride. Yeah, it's not pretty. But... It is what it is. And there's a lot of teams right now that are playing fantasy football that are doing just that. They're trying to put their team together on paper. They're trying to get the most serviceable team that's going to get the most points and win this year. Now, the matchups going into the last week of the season before the playoffs are as follows. So, Hot Garbage, my team... Faces off against Chad Powers. Team Rick, I gotta beat you. I'm sorry. Nothing personal, but I do. And how am I gonna beat you? With Mr. Let's Ride. Russell Wilson. That just doesn't even sound good. It's really hard for me to sell that because it's so icky. Now you got two Otaglia He's in the MVP conversation. I've gained some respect for him. I say that with bated breath, but it's true. He's playing a lot better than I thought he would. Mike McDaniel, the creeper offense, doing a good job. So I think the advantage, of course, is to you. You got Squan Barkley, who's having a great year. I got Donta Foreman, hopefully plays well. Javante Williams, who has been awesome around the goal line, 
faces off against Raheem Mostert. Again, hopefully I have the advantage there. Marquise Brown coming off of a bye, off of an injury, face off against Tyler Boyd. I think I have the advantage there. Devontae Adams versus Marvin Jones. Advantage, Devontae Adams, because he's been slaying players. So if there's one shining light on the Las Vegas Raiders, it's Devontae Adams. Michael Gallup and the Hot Cowboys face off against Tyler Lockett and the Hot Seattle Seahawks. Again, probably advantage Tyler Lockett. Dawson Knox, a guy that I tried to dump because he has not played to my expectations. Face off against Gerald Everett and the LA Chargers. I think advantage Gerald Everett. Tyler Higby versus Derek Carr in the flex spot. Tyler Higby is probably a touch under what Derek Carr is going to produce. I know that sounds weird because you think Derek Carr would have the better record, but Derek Carr hasn't had a good season. Graham Gano, I think that's his name. He's my kicker from the Giants. Face off against Mr. Butker. Advantage, Butker. And then the defense. So, We'll see what happens. Right now, I'm favored in the matchup, but we don't know. Both of us are at 5-8. and eight. Both of us had good teams. I've had a lot of injuries, so we'll see what happens. Let's take a look around the league and see what else is out there. Amish Rake Fight, who is really supposed to walk away with the division, kind of needs this win right now. Um, nobody can unthrone him, per se. Face off against Troop's mortal enemy. Troop's team having a 4-9 season. Woefully not meeting expectations. I know where that's like, so I get it. So you look at both of these teams, an Amish rake fight with a big lead. He's got Mike freaking White at quarterback versus Nuke Allen, Mr. Josh Allen. So advantage... Josh Allen, of course. King Henry versus Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon coming off of that injury, so hopefully he will have a good outing advantage. Amish rake fight. James Conner versus Jeff Wilson. I think advantage James Conner. Mike Evans versus George Pickens. And George Pickens, the rookie, having a good season indeed. We'll see what happens. It's Pittsburgh trying to salvage the end of their season, but Mike Evans... You want him to come out and break out this season, but he hasn't. So maybe this is the breakout game. They're facing off against the 49ers and Brock Purdy. Wide receiver Nico Collins versus DJ Moore. Advantage DJ Moore. Captain Christian Kirk versus Jared Judy. Advantage Captain Kirk. Evan Ingram versus David Njoku. Who cares? Brock Purdy. There he is. Brock Purdy has entered the building. Face off against Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously advantage Trevor Lawrence if he can stay healthy. The kick game. So I think the Amish rake fight... And Troop Mortal Enemy is a pretty close game from both sides, and it's showing 50% across the board. 
who knows what that means. But again, um, Amish Rake Fight really kind of needs this win. So we'll see. If I had to guess, if Nuke Allen has a big game, I think that uh, Troops Moral Enemy might be able to pull it out. Speaking of pulling it out, Morning Chubb, 6-7, and seven, faces off against 5-8 and eight, Diablo Del Sol. Morning Chubb, looks like they have a slight advantage in this one, so we'll see. Obviously, they need a win here too. This win and a loss from Amish Rake Fight could really yield the division, so we'll have to take a look and see what that looks like and go from there. Team Cavs 7-5 kind of self-destructed at the end a little bit. Face off against Team Gorilla, who's had a couple of losses as well. This is a big game. Advantage Team Cavs so far on the standings. Or not standings, but on the point projections. G-Unit at Sack Monsters. Sack Monsters at 7. And the G-Unit also at 7. Battle of both of these teams. So we'll see what happens. And uh, again, Sack Monsters... Having the better team, G-Unit being a very good GM, making some things happen for sure. And we'll see what comes of that. Beaver Tranquilizers at 7-6 and six versus off against OBJYN, the back-to-back-to-back champ. I hope I got that right. 9-4, uh, and four, and he looks like he's got that one. So we'll see what happens in the division. We'll see what happens in this league. Good luck to everybody that's out there. And let's take a look at this week's games, provide a little bit of dialogue, if we will, and uh, and kind of go from there. So Thursday night's game tonight, the Las Vegas Raiders at the LA Rams. The Rams look terrible. I mean, terrible. Three and nine after winning the Super Bowl? Yikes. The Rams don't have a starting quarterback, and it's ugly. John Wolford. Uh, so the Raiders starting to get a little cohesion very late in the season right now and really want to make it a respectable one. I think the Raiders should win this game, even though they're going to L.A. But again, both of these teams have not met expectations. A lot of people looked at the Rams and the Raiders expecting them to be right in the playoff conversation, and that has not been the case. So we'll see. Devontae Adams doing well. Derek Carr is still the topic of conversation for the Raiders. If he's going to be the guy going forward, I don't think he will be, but we'll see. Jets at Bills. 7-5 New York Jets at the 9-3 Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are 9-3. Still not getting any love from anybody in the National Football League. And that's a problem because, again, the Bills are a good team. They have faced massive adversity, massive injuries. And Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have done a good enough job of putting this team out there and doing a good job. Even though Josh Allen has an elbow injury, Von Miller now out for the year. You look at the secondary that has been banged up, to say the least. And... Players have been in and out of the lineup, but they've done a good enough job. And they've won three games in the last 15 days, which means something. I think really this is going to be a great game. Now the Jets beat the Buffalo Bills in their first matchup. So the Bills are looking to get some redemption. 
Weather's not going to be much of a factor. Jets play in cold weather as well, so I don't think it's going to be a big deal. So we'll see. The running game seems to have a little bit of a resurgence with James Cook and Devin Singletary playing well. Receivers doing what they do. So we'll see. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills win this game. Uh, Robert Sala keeping those receipts. Bills are keeping the receipts on this game. And the stadium's going to be quite loud. So that's my prediction. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Cincinnati right now is peaking at the right time. They're at 8-4. and four. They face off against the 5-7 and seven Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson. And you're not going to get me to talk about Deshaun Watson much because I think he's a POS. And I hope that team fails miserably because they're back in this clown. So Cincinnati's doing what they do well. And I think that uh, they're going to handle their business, go in to the jungle, and uh, hand the Cleveland Browns a loss. Uh, stopping Nick Chubb should be their order of business. Let Deshaun Watson throw his picks and do what he does. We'll see what happens. Houston at Dallas. The 110-1 Houston Texans face off against the 9-3 Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys, they look good. I mean, Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and a host of others doing what they do best, putting up good numbers, playing good defense. They look good. This one should be an easy one, but we'll see. That's why they play the game. But Dallas should firmly take care of business. Minnesota at Detroit. The 10-2 Minnesota Vikings. Now, like I said, I've said this in multiple podcasts. I expected the Minnesota Vikings to win this division, and they're going to. Detroit Lions playing competitive football. Dan Campbell's got these guys firing in all cylinders and doing really well. And I think that's really cool. Uh, this game is going to be closer than you think. Detroit is not uh, an easy team. Their 5-7 and seven record may look not good, but... Again, Minnesota has choked at certain points of this season, even though they're 10-2, and and Detroit would look to really capitalize on that. I think Minnesota pulls it out, but Detroit's going to make it a game. Philadelphia at the Giants. Listen, 11-1 Philadelphia Eagles. Did anybody expect at this point of the season that the Philadelphia Eagles were going to be 11-1? I know I didn't, and I'm kind of a Philadelphia guy. Uh... The Giants, did anybody expect them to be 7-4-1? I don't know. Um, right now, they've kind of run into a little bit of a wall. they got to right that ship. It's a buzzsaw team against the Eagles that are really, really playing well. I think the Giants are going to have their work cut out for them. I think the Eagles win this game, unfortunately. And uh, we'll see. Should be a good, good matchup. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. And I'll tell you, Baltimore right now has got Brent Hundley as the starting quarterback because Lamar Jackson's banged up. And Brent Hundley plays pretty good football. So don't be surprised if Baltimore holds their own. Pittsburgh, they've won a few more games than I expected them to. But I think Baltimore still handles business, gets it done, and wins this game. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Jacksonville has lost eight games this season. And you expect them to play better because they have talent on their roster. Tennessee, Mike Vrabel, getting it done, doing the job, 
making things happen. And I think right now that the Tennessee Titans at home will do a really good job of shutting down Trevor Lawrence and winning that game to go to 8-5. Kansas City at Denver. Denver's 3-9. Let me repeat that. Denver is 3-9. Mr. Let's Ride, they handed him a boatload of money. And he has done absolutely, positively, undeniably squat for this team. Nate Hacken, the coach, can't believe he's still the coach. I really can't. Denver is a mess. And again, we expected the AFC West to be a very competitive division. We expected them to really, really put together a lot of points and be the teams to beat. And they have been the teams to beat on. So Kansas City, what do they do? They just win. 9-3, soon to be 10-3. and three, As Denver doesn't have enough in their tank to face off against the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs lost... The next week usually is a bad week for opposing teams after the Chiefs lose. So we'll see. Carolina at Seattle. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of like the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I said it. 7-5 Seattle Seahawks at home against the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers, kind of a mess. Actually, they're a lot of mess. Seattle should be able to handle their business, have a really sound game, take care of business in this one and go to eight and five. And if you were to tell me that the Seattle Seahawks were going to be seven and five or eight and five at this point of the season, I would say you'd have to get your head examined. But Pete Carroll is smarter than you. Yeah, he is. Geno Smith, Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. Can't believe I'm saying it, but I love it. I love the underdog story. I think it's really cool. And hopefully this team can be a viable playoff contender late in this season. Tampa Bay at San Francisco. And I'll tell you, Jimmy Garoppolo versus Tom Brady would have been a really cool matchup at this point of the season. But the 500 Tampa Bay Buccaneers that are kind of getting their sea legs right now, they're kind of getting a little bit of cohesion, looking to go above 500 for the first time this year, face off against the 8-4 San Francisco 49ers who beat the Miami Dolphins in a game with Brock Purdy. Well, they got a little bit of game tape on Brock Purdy right now, so we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if Brock Purdy's going to get crazy on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the San Francisco defense is quite tough. And I still think if Brock Purdy plays game manager football, just keeps the ball in front of him, doesn't make boneheaded mistakes, hands the ball off to Christian McCaffrey and company, the San Francisco 49ers should win this game, but it will be a close one. Miami at the Chargers. And again, the Chargers are at 500, and there's a lot of conversation about Justin Herbert and this team. They've had numerous injuries. They've choked at times when they shouldn't. We've heard the choke Chargers mantra before, so we know that's something that's happened. Miami's at 8-4. and four. They kind of need this win. So, for me, go Chargers. So Miami has a short week before they play off against the Bills. Advantage Bills. But uh, we'll see what happens right now. Miami really needs this game, and this is a tough one to run into at this point of the season. We'll see. It's a Sunday night game. Should very well be entertaining, to say the least. So we'll see. And the Monday night game, to me, is a snoozer. 
the New England Patriots at the Arizona Cardinals. And the Arizona Cardinals are at four and eight, and they've got to figure some stuff out going toward the end of the season. Kyler Murray, is he the guy? I don't think he's the guy. A lot of joking about him playing Call of Duty and being injured. Just doesn't seem like he has the leadership capabilities. And Steve Kime, the general manager for the Char- um, Arizona Cardinals, really has to come up with a tough decision right now. They need to put some players in this team because it should have been better than their 4-8 record. The New England Patriots at 6-6. Six six. This is going to be a close game. I think the Arizona Cardinals can pull this game out. But again, two teams that are going in the wrong direction. And speaking of teams in the wrong direction, the New England Patriots have got to figure some things out. At 6-6, Bill Belichick has Mac Jones as a starting quarterback. And I don't think Mac Jones is the guy that this team, you know, they thought he was going to be the Tom Brady era parent. He really hasn't. And again, he doesn't play bad football, but he doesn't play good football either. Now, he was pretty fired up at the end of the Bills game, and the Bills handed it to him, screaming, Listen, Matt Patricia's calling the offensive plays. That's a problem. Okay? Have you seen Bill Belichick's son? Yeah. He looks like a stunt double for deliverance. Okay? It's a mess. This team has the wrong coaches in the wrong spots, calling the wrong plays at the wrong times, and this team's going in the wrong direction. Advantage Bills. Hey. So, again, a decent slate of games this week. We'll see what happens. Obviously... I'm excited. Looking forward more to the Miami Dolphins game on Saturday night. But we got to get through the Jets first. So we'll see what the Buffalo Bills can do. And uh, good luck to everybody in the Big Guns Fantasy League this week. We'll see what happens. That's all the time I got for now. Hopefully you like what you heard. Talk to you soon. See you.